Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Joining me on the program right now, he has covered the NFL for the city of Houston for the Chronicle for the better part of the last four decades. Of course, covers the Texans on a daily basis and is also uh, part of the, the Hall of Fame voting committee. And he's uh, he's been a fixture around the NFL for many, many years. And he's kind enough to join me here on a Sunday evening on my program. Uh, John McClain of the Houston Chronicle Joining me right now on the show. John, appreciate you making time on a Sunday evening. What was your reaction on Friday when you began to see all the tweets about Antonio Brown getting jerky about his helmet? I thought, Sean, and governed NFL for 43 years, I'd seen everything. And I've never seen, first of all, a player with the bottom of his feet like Antonio Brown. And I thought, okay, that's it from Antonio Brown. And next thing we know, you know, the helmet controversy, and it's if you if you continue to cover the NFL or just sports in general, something new is going to happen every day. And I have to say, the thing about Brown is one of the most preposterous controversies I've ever seen. So you, you brought it up, John. You've been covering the NFL for a long, long time. So basically what you're saying is this is going to be an issue for John, not, maybe not the feet, and maybe not the helmet, but if it's not one of those things, it's always going to be something with Antonio Brown. Is that how you anticipate this thing going? And if so, how long does Antonio Brown last in Oakland? Well, I, I go, I'm go. i dating myself, but I know if you go back to Saturday Night Live, it's like Roseanne Rosanna Dana used to say, it's always something. <laughs> and I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall with the Steelers when all this started coming out last week about the feet, the helmet, and they're like, Whew. thank God it's no longer us. Now, he's not going to walk away from football. He's a diva. He's got a big ego. He wants to play. He didn't get a big signing bonus, but he's got a monster base salary the next two years. So he'll come in. He's got John Gruden on his side, at least publicly. And everybody that wants all this recorded on Hard Knocks needs to keep in mind teams control the content on hard knocks, and I don't imagine John Gruden's going to let all this play out, but it's still great publicity. But I think Brown, he's got a lot of pride, or he wouldn't be as great a player. He works hard, but you talk about a head case, my goodness. I tweeted, and I've done this before, watching A.B.'s antics, Sean, just makes me appreciate the professionalism of DeAndre Hopkins that much more. Yeah, no doubt. And you get to see that as I do every day here in Houston, John. No doubt about that. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. That's interesting. So, John, you don't think any of this, the the feet and the helmet thing, you don't think any of that's going to find its way onto Hard Knocks if Gruden has final say over things? Well, it has to. Some of it will find its way on there. But you didn't find any mention about the move to Vegas in the first one. Mm. That's not NFL Films and Hard Knocks and HBO. They do a great job. And uh, then, you know, the thing about Richie Incognito, didn't see anything about why he was suspended, nothing about Vontez Burfecht, but uh, there will be something, of course, but it just won't be what we all want, some juicy soap opera that's played out over a national 
in front of a national audience. John, how big a fan are you of Hard Knocks? Do you like it as much as maybe you liked it when it first started? What do you think the shelf life is? Sean, I have watched every episode of every Hard Knocks because it takes us places we can't go. When they came to Houston in Bill O'Brien's second year, I was really worried that they were going to get information and scoops behind the scenes that we didn't get. And they were so unobtrusive, such professionalism. After a while, I didn't notice they were there. And I watched every episode. I always have because I'm fascinated by it, and I hope they never let it go. I know there's other shows as well being streamed, but to me, Hard Knocks, you know, it set the standard, and I and I thought the Browns were great last year, and I think it'll be better with the Raiders, but teams can't be as restrictive as some of them would like to be. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio, Houston Chronicle. Um, John, speaking of the Texans, um, Duke Johnson, uh, Bill O'Brien makes his first deal, I guess, as sort of de facto GM of the team. What does Duke Johnson bring to the table for Deshaun Watson in this offense? Sean, we talked many times before the draft on Sports Radio 610 in Houston about we thought they might draft a running back in a lower round who was a really good receiver who could be another weapon for Deshaun Watson. And when they didn't, I was kind of surprised. But I'm thinking, okay, who on that roster do they have who can play that role. And so I wasn't surprised that they did it. I was still kind of surprised the Browns traded him because Kareem Hunt's not going to be available until the second half of the season. But the Browns have two young guys that made him expendable. And they got a conditional fourth-round pick that'll be a three if he's active for 10 games. And considering he's never missed a game, they're going to give up a third-round pick. But if he can average – he's averaged 57 catches. You know, he averages over nine yards per catch and he's going to be the backup to Lamar Miller and he's going to get uh give him breathers and if Miller gets hurt and he missed two and a half games last year Duke Johnson will step in but the guy that's got to be the happiest about that deal is Deshaun Watson yeah no doubt about that John I think the I think people are intrigued by the mechanics of the deal too just because the Texans have obviously been operating with a unique situation which I know has you know drawn from from some corners of the league has certainly drawn a lot of raised eyebrows some laughter maybe um here locally obviously we're a little more we're a little closer to it and I think probably I'm guessing a lot of folks here locally were probably in Houston excited to see a deal get made by uh, a team that doesn't necessarily have a general manager in place can you take us into the mechanics of the deal at all in terms of how it all got done I'll be happy to. It's not about titles. It's about responsibilities. There are general managers in the league who don't have final say on personnel. They're glorified cap people. Bill O'Brien is large, and he's in charge. And uh, he's made the trades. And he and John Dorsey have been working on that deal since before training camp. Phone calls going back and forth over a long period of time. And I think once O'Brien realized he was going to do that deal. It made Deontay Foreman expendable because Foreman had not gotten with the program. And so they traded, I mean, waived him and Indianapolis claimed him and Duke Johnson comes in. And uh, I've heard nothing but good things about Johnson, but anybody doesn't know how anything gets done here. Don't understand. O'Brien now is in charge under Brian Gain. They didn't bring in players. He didn't sign off on. And O'Brien's always been heavily involved in scouting. So he's got a 23-man personnel staff. He's got pro personnel, college personnel. Uh, He's got a director of player personnel. He's got Jack Easterby from New England. He's got his fingerprints on everything, and especially football ops, 
but O'Brien, he answers to the owner, Cal McNair, but O'Brien is the one doing all personnel, and he's got a lot of people helping him. He delegates, so it's not like he's in there working 24-7. He's got some people under him that he trusts, and so that's how this deal got done. Is Are they done dealing yet, John, the Texans, do you think, this, no, this think uh, training gonna, camp? I think, and that's one of the things interesting when a head coach is in charge. Head coaches want to win now most of them, where general managers are looking to the future. Now, if the Texans, once Brian Gain got fired, Bill O'Brien could have had 40-something million in cap room. They could have gone out and done and signed some free agents, but they didn't. But I think that uh, they're still looking to do deals. Wouldn't surprise me if they don't bring in another cornerback. And, and uh, I think they're going to be aggressive about it. Offensive line going to be part of that? I don't know. There's not a lot of good offensive tackles that teams are going to let go out there. They got Matt Khalil, who struggled. Titus Howard plays tackle in practice, and he's number one at left guard. So he could slide out there. They could have Julian Davenport, last year's starter there. I don't see them bringing in a guy that's going to start. He will not. Trent Williams will not become the Texans. <laughs> John can read between the lines of what I'm asking. John McLean joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, John, just shifting gears, we got a couple minutes left. Um, is Ezekiel Elliott in uniform for the Cowboys in week one? Yes, he is. Because if he holds out, he's still going to own two years on his contract. As it is, he's got two years left. If he doesn't report, he'll still have two years left. Plus, they get franchised in two years after that. So it's just life of the NFL. He's going to have to take the deal. And uh, Jerry Jones has always been fair with his players, but I do not think he'll miss regular season games because not only is he going to lose a lot of money, it would hurt the team as well. And remember, Sean, what they say now, they can do it, say anything. Their agents can leak anything to the media. It doesn't mean squat. Till that first game when they show up to start getting their big game checks. John, among non-quarterbacks, where does Ezekiel Elliott stack up for you among valuable, most valuable players, non-quarterbacks? Well, he leads the league in rushing, but I'll say this. I don't think Dak Prescott is a top-five quarterback, but I think he's going to have to be paid like one. Yes, Elliott helps him, but it's easier to get a running back than a quarterback. If the Cowboys decided they didn't want Prescott, where are they going to get another one? So they got to take care of Prescott. He's the most important, of course, because he's a quarterback, and today – you got to take care of the quarterback. Then you got to take care of his weapons. You got to get protection. And oh yeah, we better get a running back. Yeah. Oh, by the way, right? Exactly. John McClain, Houston Chronicle, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, really appreciate you making time. As always, my friend. I will see you. I'll see you out of practice tomorrow. That sounds great, Sean. Thank you very much, as always. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.